she can introduce herself. <gasps> what? I don't want to introduce myself. That's how it works. No. I'm joined today by our guest Olivia. If you want to give us a quick intro of yourself, what are you about? What are you about? What do you like? Anything that people should know? Um, I mean, wait, I don't have anything. I don't know. What am I about? What do you do? Uh, I'm a do student. Do You're a student. I'm a student at BG. Ready to graduate. Getting ready, ready to graduate. And then what are your next steps? Moving to Cleveland. Mm. Have a job there. That's what, about it. I have a dog. What kind of a job? It's a graphic design job. Graphic design. So do you know what you will be like designing, what you'll be working on yet? Um, Not really, honestly. Just miscellaneous things I need, mm. I guess. Are you excited? Yeah, I guess so. I don't you know guess so? I mean, yeah, no, it I'm excited. It's like a lot happening at once, but... Yeah, I'm definitely. Excited. Definitely a transition period. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> so, why Cleveland? Um <laughs> I mean, I've always liked Cleveland. I I think like there's a lot more like in the industry in like a city and I don't know, I'm just kind of drawn to that area. Mm-hmm. Like the teams there. It's kind you, of a bad you, reason. Uh, <laughs> but Andy's over here fist pumping. In our in one of our earlier videos, in one of the five fast facts, oh, we, one of our facts was that Cleveland would have a losing season. Fact number four: Cleveland Browns will not have a winning season this year. And they did. Okay, barely. Mm, it still is a fact. Okay, well, goodbye. You don't have to dispute. So, what do you think about this year? Because I know people are We're going hyped. to the Super Bowl. People- <laughs> People are hyping them up. You think Super Bowl? Yes. Well, okay. At least playoffs this year. Super Bowl in the next three years. Winning a Super Bowl in the next three years. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I think I think don't believe the hype yet on Cleveland. Uh, I think that they're much better. They're much improved. I thought last year they they played well. Yeah. They like really came together at the end of the year, but still. Did I you see? <laughs> did you see on Twitter? Um, Baker's at the uh, Kentucky Derby, and there was like a photo of him and Tom Brady with like their arms around each other, and it was like that's so nice of the greatest quarterback of all time to let Tom Brady hang out with them. Oh, I thought that was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> mm, no, Tom Brady's good. Yeah, Tom Baker's Brady's pretty good much, too. Baker's good, but he's got one year in. Okay, yeah, he's got many yeah. more to go, and he's already incredible. So. Okay, we'll see. We'll see okay. how he does this well, year. How are the Lions going to do? Huh? He started playing halfway through their season. Right. Yeah. And <laughs> he's like, <laughs> so that's what don't I'm you saying. know? Like, you those... can't judge a great NFL quarterback based off of like eight, ten games. I'm just saying no, that. but he had a great rookie season for only pl- for only playing. For only playing what? <laughs> like six yeah, did, games. Did he have the touchdown record for rookies? More than six games. Yes, yes, true? he did. He I beat he did. Tom Brady's record, I think. Tom Brady didn't play as a rookie. Okay. I promise. 
Tom Brady didn't play as a rookie? No, he was a sixth-round draft pick out of Michigan. Okay, can you look up, Andy, whose record did he break? Sixth-round draft pick out of Michigan. Didn't play his first year. Okay. Drew Bledsoe got hurt, and he came in and took the team. And then Bledsoe never got his job back. I don't know who it is then. Aaron Rodgers? Drew Brees? Some, I don't even know. I'm betting it's not who you think it is. It's probably somebody, like, less known. Is it Matt Stafford? No, I really would doubt so. I don't, I'm not a Stafford fan. But. Did you find it? And then, can we talk about why is everybody so in love with Odell Beckham Jr.? Manning. What? Manning. Oh, okay. Peyton Manning? He broke Peyton Manning's record. How many touchdowns? Is this rookie? Yes. It didn't say 27. 27. That's a lot more than I thought it was. Peyton Manning. Yeah. 27. 27. All right. So we had 27. Broke Peyton Mannings. Can we get get back to what I was saying? (laughs) Why Odell Beckham Jr.? I mean, I've really never seen anything that great out of him. I mean, I think he's like a really solid, like good receiver, but. I, I don't disagree. Like, I think it might be a little overhyped. Like, it's exciting to have him in Cleveland. Something sounds weird. Something's just yeah. popping every now and then. Um, it's not actually recording. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, um, but I don't think he's, like, the make or break part of the team. I think there's, like, such a, like, like a deeper culture now than there was I don't before. Think he's so worth... I think, like, okay, I, I think he's going to be great. I don't think that's, like, a question. But it, even if he wasn't, I don't think that's, like, the make or break part of the culture there anymore. No, but I don't think he's worth a first round pick. Meh. And he's pretty good. Just wait until. I know you think he's going to start drama, and it's not going to be until worth there's the problems. Yeah. Okay, but everywhere he's you could say that about anyone. Locker room They're problems. all kind of like no. Okay. There's there's just certain players that. <laughs> I mean, I get what you're saying. Quick. Like he's very like L.A. like. Likes the limelight, like I don't know, but I I I think that's fine because like, I think he's going to be a star in Cleveland. Like I like I don't think that's going to be an issue for him. All right, we'll see. Okay, we will. I like the other. Who's the other receiver? Jarvis. I liked him better. Yeah, I do like him. I mean, and he's good, and his he, touches are going to go down. You can't maybe. tell me that they're not. Yeah, I think that's like a fair assumption, but I mean, they kind of go way back, so I feel like. I don't know. They probably hated each other in college. I don't think that's true at no, all because I think like Jarvis was really like gunning for Odell to come to Cleveland. Hmm. So we'll see. I guess we'll find out. I feel like I feel like you're months. underestimating like the amount that like they they just want to like do well, like for like not oh, like for I mean, Cleveland, but like they just want to do well as a team. Turned around, but I mean, they they have a whole new coaching staff, right? Yeah. So well, not. I mean, yeah. I definitely don't see Super Bowl on a one year with a coaching staff. Playoffs and a winning season would be very fortunate with changing staff. I mean, it's not a like brand new, brand new staff, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Freddie Kitchens was they the staffed and or clean house, didn't they? No, not Kitchen, entirely. Kitchens was the offensive coordinator, wasn't he? No. 
He was the Todd Haley defensive was. coordinator. Defensive. No, Greg Williams was. When he was an interim head coach, Freddie <laughs> Kitchens was the defensive okay. coordinator. And he's going to Google it just to prove you wrong. I like this. <laughs> all right, well, a moderately different coaching staff. It's just no, tough I agree. to bring all those pieces together. I say and give I them another like, year or two. Right, but I think that's what everyone's kind of thought about Cleveland the last 20-some years. Yeah, so. I've always lost. Right, but <laughs> <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah. No, but. He was assistant head coach and running backs head coach in 2018, and then in 2018 he switched to offensive coordinator. And he was right. Mm, halfway through the year, right? When they fired people. Yeah, when they fired you. So he Jackson went from a running back coach to, is he head coach? He was yes, assistant, he's the head coach. He, he went from assistant. running backs to head coach in a year. Yes. It was a whole big thing because, yeah, it was a whole, whole, whole thing. I don't know. But I'd, I would love to see them do well. No, you wouldn't. The only reason I don't <laughs> like them is because so many, like a lot of people, the only reason I would want to see them not do well is just because so many people like them and it's like. Yeah, but that's cool. Like, because I, I feel like as a Cleveland much, fan, like you've never like really felt that way. Like that there's even like a bandwagon to jump on, and now there is, and that's kind of cool. Like, like they were talking about during the draft, like people want to like be drafted to Cleveland now. Like it's not like a oh shit, I've been drafted. Oh god, like I've been drafted to Cleveland. Yeah. So I think that's cool. I think that's cool. Like as a fan to know, like you're not really the underdog as much anymore. Hmm. So we'll see. Yeah, I mean, hopefully they get that culture turned around. Yeah, I, th- I think they have for the I most mean, part. Like, it's not as, like, toxic as it seemed, you know, two, right. three years ago, so. Watching Detroit for as many years as I have, it's, like, it's very difficult to turn that culture around. Yeah. We'll yeah, see I how they that. do, but. Oh, well. <laughs> Are the lines supposed to be good? Mm-hmm. I don't know, moderately. They were... Six and ten last year. The new coach. I mean, people are happy about the new coaching staff. Yeah. And the new, um, I think GM. So we'll see. Oh, they have a new GM. Uh, like a few years back. Oh, okay. They took a lot of uh, like expatriates staff and um, players. So they're trying to like build in that mm-hmm. way, but that makes sense. Had an interesting draft. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it – they've turned their defense around a little bit. It was terrible, especially against the run, and they've got some better run defenders. But mm-hmm. this is funny. Yeah, I don't know why that was funny. It's turning into like a sporting pug. <laughs> well, we can change it up. We can change it up. I mean, we don't – No, I like it. We don't talk I'm not saying about that. sports very often You know who here. has a really good sports podcast? And this might be like a – just because like I like Cleveland, but – Joe Thomas and Andrew Hawkins have a podcast, and they're very, very funny. Do you ever listen to it, Andy? No. Okay. I don't. Well, it's very funny. I don't really like ten Hawkins, out of ten. Oh, I like he him. He's got, to like do a, stuff on he's got like a funny. Yeah, they both are. But it's, um, it's like comedy. Kind of like kind hosting. Of weird. But I like it. It's pretty like like Cleveland specific. So they'll talk about like all teams and like all players and stuff. But they always like end up going back to you know like what. Cleveland's doing and stuff like that. So now, if I think we want to talk really about funny. Joe Thomas real quick, did you see his body transformation? He looks like that was amazing. He's but. he's like kind of good looking now. Like he's like, I mean, I don't know. He's probably lost like 150, 200 pounds. Yeah, that's crazy. I don't know how those guys can keep that much weight on. 
I think he said he did like the keto diet or whatever. To lose it? To lose it, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I'm sure if he just stopped eating like he did when he was playing, he probably would have just lost weight anyways. Yeah, I think that's probably most of it. I mean, it would, but that's probably how, hard to how do tall because is you're six so, three. Yeah, he's pretty big. He's a big guy. But still, to carry 300 pounds on your frame, it's yeah. like that can't really be that healthy for you. Yeah, and for like most of your life too, because like I mean, you do that like when you're 15 to I don't know, you played in the league for what like 12 years, like probably. That's insane. That's so, yeah, all, like, like a lot years. of time to be like. I mean, he was like muscular, but like that's a lot of time to be like overweight. Overweight, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's. It's like a real commitment for them. Yeah, but he was good, so whatever works. Was he actually yes. that good, though, or was it just because he was the only player on Cleveland that was, like, good for, like, okay. a 20-year stretch? <laughs> well, okay, so it's like we got to throw then. Cleveland a bone well, and put him in the pro bowl all the time. I don't know. He, I mean, I think I, he was good. I but, think he was He was pretty good. Uh, I, but, I mean, I get what you're saying, and uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's probably some of both, but I think he was, like, in general, like, a good player. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm biased. I don't know. Have you you followed have you followed sports for that long or did you just no, start getting into it? I think I like always kind of watched it like growing up, like every Sunday, like my dad would be watching the Browns and like he would just have like the Indians on and stuff, but I don't know, maybe like five or six years ago I started to like actually like pay attention and kind of like understand like what was going on <laughs> during a football game. But Didn't, weren't you a cheerleader? Uh, for basketball, oh, but like you don't football. have to like pay attention. Yeah, I mean, like if you know, still, like, like kind of know the games, like he's <laughs> like a little bit. Um, I mean, like you, if you know offense and defense, there are people who really did not are understand. You a, are you a Cavs fan? Um, no, Andy's a big Cavs fan. I, I mean, I would say like I'm a fan of like all Cleveland sports, but like the one I'm a, I watch most is definitely the Browns, and I I just don't I don't love watching basketball. Yeah. Like, I would much prefer, I mean, obviously football, and, like, I would kind of even prefer watching baseball. I know you hate that, but. Baseball is just kind of boring. I think it. I mean, it's, like, maybe a relaxing thing to do if you're, like. I feel like any sports, like, in the beginning when you, like, don't know, like, you're not, like, invested in the team and, like, you don't really, like, know the players. Like, it's not really, like, exciting, but, like, then you start to see, like. Like, you so kind of long, know though, the people. Too. Yeah, it is long. But I think that's also kind of a cool thing. Like, when you go to a baseball game, like, when you go to an Indians game, it's, like, a whole afternoon kind of thing. And, like, you're there, like, that's what, eating it's and fun drinking. To, like, it's, like, go a to fun a event. Game. Yeah, it's fun to go to a game. Right. But, like, and to then, watch on TV, it's kind of, like... Mm. Yeah, but at the same time, then you want to, like, stay invested. Like, you like the team. You want to, like... Like, I'm not saying I watch every Indians game. Like, they're on, like, every day. But it's, like, fun. Like, when, it, when they're on and I'm not doing anything, I'll be like, oh, like, yeah, I'll just watch the Indians. Mm. So. Even, I don't know, they've got to do something about the lengths of these games. Like, even when you look at, like, mm, mm. Kyle, what, did you get something? Something, like, wet just touched my well, lips. Something... it is liquid. No, no, like, <laughs> slimy wet. Like, I don't like uh, that. Um, anyways, uh, like, even these college football games are getting ridiculously long. Like, three and a half, four hours. I don't even want to, like, Toledo. I don't even Toledo, care if they're long wanna... as long as, like, they can't tie at the end. That, like, I just can't believe that's a real thing. Like, that, hmm. that, like, blows my mind. That they can't tie? No, that they can. You can't tie in college. No, in the NFL. Oh. Sorry, sorry. I really changed gears there. Yeah. Um... 
Well, you can't tie in the playoffs, and that's really the only time when it really matters. I mean, I guess so, but you could also... I don't know. How many ties... That was insane this year. How many times did the Browns have? And how many overtime games? They had I think one tie, but like three like or four overtime games. Yeah. That's crazy. Wild. It was very exciting. I was always on the way home from work at Cedar Point, so I would drive from Sandusky to Perrysburg. And it was kind of nice because like they would still be playing at like, I don't even know, what, like four or five o'clock. And it was like, oh, wow, I was not even expecting to hear a minute of this. Right. And then I'm listening to it on the radio, which is like the worst form of But it's kind of fun hearing though. sport. Well, like I kind of like the announcers, radio. like sports radio is actually pretty good. The announcers who do like sports broadcasting is like they're they're incredible. Like mm -hmm. the emotion that they put into it is amazing. So it's exciting. But yeah, so like three or four overtime games and a tie. That's crazy. And they were all very like I don't like calls that shouldn't have been called the way they yeah. were called but anytime you have I don't a close like game like that it starts to get like that like even the um what was the playoff game it might have been the was it the nfc championship game where somebody got like pulled down and they thought it was a passenger oh yeah that? yeah yeah and they were like talking about how they and then that game ended up going into overtime um but yeah it, officiating is difficult Oh no, either, I'm sure like, either it way, is. Like, but you would just upset. think like at that that they would be good enough. No, I or, agree. Or not I even that, so but just like mad at officials. Know. Like, how is everything not just like automated at this point? Like, how do we even have people down there anymore? Well, that would just slow. There would be a penalty on every play. Like every single play, there's pass interference and holding, like going on mm -hmm. constantly. So it would just be so, okay. it would just slow the game down. I think, but I don't know what. Um. Do you see that the Nuggets and Blazers had the fourth longest game last night? Did not. Did it go in the wow. four overtimes? Four That's overtimes. wild. But you have to think, like, if you're at that game and you're, like, a Nuggets fan or a Blazers fan, like, that's, like, you're getting your money's worth, like, for sure. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> like, you're sitting there for, like, two and a half, three hours. You're like, hell yeah. Yeah. That is a good way to like, look at it. Well, I mean, that's why like I like baseball games. Like you're paying thirty bucks, you have decent that's what I'm, seats. Like baseball, like, it's like you're, you're there not even all there. Day. You're really not even there for the game. You're just there for the event. I like yeah. You could sometimes. get up. Like I could show up at a baseball game probably in the second inning and leave in the seventh and like yeah. not really feel. But yeah, if it's like a Lions game, I'm going to. I'm showing oh, up yeah. like thirty minutes early, watching yeah. some of the warm ups. I'm staying till the bitter end. You know, <laughs> like even if they're getting blown yeah. out. No, I agree. Yeah. But baseball, I could just kind of give or take. Like, it's enjoyable. It's kind of relaxing. Yeah. <laughs> That's even how I felt about playing it. And then it's just like... About playing baseball? Like, it was boring? Yeah. That's oh, why really? I, that's kind of why I quit playing. Because I just felt bored with it. Really? Yeah, there's only when like... When did you play baseball? There's only a few... Since I was like four years old until <laughs> like freshman or sophomore year of high school. Oh, I didn't know that. What position did you play? Every... I played... Everywhere. All the positions? <laughs> It was just clay up. <laughs> by the end, I think I was playing like second base and. Oh, okay. Yeah, but. Wild. Okay. Um. Huh. There's only really like a few enjoyable things about baseball. It's like when you're batting, but it's not even when oh, you're batting. I would be so bad at batting. It's I would just, never hit the ball. It's just the the only time it's enjoyable is just like the instant that you hit a, a good one and yeah. it like, comes off the bat. I can't imagine. And that's like, like two seconds. 
The yeah. other enjoyable thing is running bases, which you only get on like if you're really good. One yeah, out of every that would three at bats. And then maybe like chasing after like a nice fly ball and catching it, but like nothing else is really enjoyable. You're kind of just sitting mm -hmm. there, or you're like pissed off because you just struck <laughs> out or like made an error. Yeah. Huh. So it's just like nah, this isn't really that enjoyable of a game. So you're just like, I'm done here. <laughs> Plus it, well, I mean, it was fun. Like, it, it was fun to hang out with people, but then you'd be doing, like, double headers, and it'd be, like, it was fun to hang out six with hours on a Saturday morning, and you're like... Oh, no, yeah, I get it. That's, like, a lot of a commitment. Mm -hmm. It's a long time. Looking back, I feel like all, like, sports, it's like, holy crap, like, I committed so much of my life to this, and now right. it's, like, I mean, it was, like, a good memory and, like, good to exercise and, like, stuff like that, but yeah. it's, like, wow. I think it helps, lot. though. Like, I think it's made me more disciplined, even in other, like, areas of yeah. work. Yeah. I think, in a way. <laughs> I mean, I told you this, like, like, throughout high school, like, in sports, like, I was, I was, like, the captain on our volleyball team and stuff like that, and, and not that we had captains in cheerleading, but, like, some of us, like, we're just, we just kind of were, and, um, so I, I guess I like grew up thinking like, oh, I'm supposed to be like a leader. Like this is kind of how it is. And then like I started working places and I would get this like horrible anxiety when I was like, when I had to be like in charge of people. And it was like, why? Like I've been told like my whole life, like you're like this kind of person. And then I realized like I probably wasn't. It was just like the select like group of people I was around. Mm -hmm. Like I was just the most of that. And so I think it's, you learn a lot, but I think you definitely learn, like, when you grow up and, like, you're in a job, like, how different it really is. And, like, yeah, some stuff can be applied, but, like, it's, it's like, apples to oranges. It's, like, not really <laughs> the same in a way. Hmm. Do you get kind what I'm of. saying? Yeah, I do. I just feel like I've had a different experience. Hmm. No, I'm sure. And I think, I don't know, maybe I've changed, like, as a person probably since yeah. then. But it could be. I just thought it was pretty interesting it was like why am I like this like I'm supposed to be good at leading people and right. I'm not so right I don't know just interesting what type of a leader were you like were you more vocal or more just like um by example <laughs> I guess I, I just I don't really know I think I mean I I like tried to be vocal but I would get this like like anxiety about it like I didn't like letting other people do things that I knew could like come back on me. Mm -hmm. So it would be like, I would kind of like micromanage, which and, like, I'm not saying like I was a horrible supervisor or leader, but like, I don't like the way people lead when they do that to me. So right. it's like, I just knew like I wasn't good at this. And that's like something I was looking for in a full-time job. I was like, okay, I don't want to be in charge of people. <laughs> like that's number one. Like, I'm just not that kind of person. And I think it's hard, like growing up, I feel like people tell you like, oh, like, you should strive to be this person who, like, can lead people and all this stuff, but, like, there's nothing wrong with, like, not being the person who's leading everyone, so. No, absolutely. I, I mean, you can only have one, I mean, you only yeah. have one leader to every so no, many yeah. followers, so, like. Definitely. That makes sense. And I think micromanagement is definitely one of the biggest pitfalls. Yeah, of, but I think, and I think before that, I never really saw, like, why people did that. But like oh, you, you never understand so hard to that trust until you're like, people yeah, until tasks. you're like, okay, well, like if you screw this up, like it's my ass on the line, not yours. So like, I'm right. just going to do it myself. And I never really understood that before, like why that had happened to me before, but I definitely get it now. Mm -hmm. 
but yeah so I think that's one of the things I definitely like about graphic design is like I get what I need to do and I can do it and I can be by myself and mm -hmm. so I don't know. yeah that's nice yeah um, so what's that can you take a quick break yeah all right <laughs> and we are that. back it's fine we weren't friends after a little break Popping and remove yeah, uh, it sounds good. a lot better. Can't hear a thing. Or yeah. I mean, I can't hear any we had popping. We some... <laughs> <laughs> can't hear a thing. <laughs> we had some technical difficulties with our sound because of a dog. A dog drug it outside and it got wet. Is that what happened? We cleaned it up and it's good. We. Andy, Andy cleaned, cleaned it up. up. Andy actually. Andy's carrying the team in all I've aspects. I've said this before. Here. I I admit that I will say that all the time. Andy's the one that makes the magic happen. I just sit here and can I say I look pretty? I just no. sit here and look pretty. No. No. That's basically <laughs> it. The guests do all the work. Andy does all the other That's work. Right. Since you do all the work, what are we? What's our topic right now? I don't know. I don't have any topic. You don't have any topics? I feel like there's a lot of things that you enjoy talking about. I mean, yeah, but I like can't just like... This is why I don't host a podcast. Hmm. Can't just whip it out. <laughs> no. <laughs> is that funny? I um, thought so. What kind of music are you listening to lately? Uh not listening to a lot of music right now all right um <laughs> okay i've seen on instagram you've been posting art pictures mm -hmm. i mean i like what art. art yeah like what kind of art are you into um what was that oh was oh, oh it was you oh. the seat. um i've started like looking a lot more at like modern art so I think that's kind of what I've been interesting interested in lately. Yeah. I sent you that um video of Moreau's uh, uh what yeah. was it, like grandson? And that was just like interesting to see like his interpretation. Modern of art. Or... Well yeah, and like that modern art is like someone who has a grandchild now. Like you don't really yeah. think of it as like an era so long ago, but yeah. I mean, yeah, it was not even a hundred years ago. Yeah. Wow. A lot of them were still working into like the 60s mm -hmm. and 70s. Yeah. And, yeah. And later than that, yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. That's wild. It's like, do you think there's much more like room? Like, where can art even go now? I mean, it's like everybody I tries feel like to everyone outdo the that, next though. one and they're like, well, I'm going to be the rebel. I'm going to be the rebel. And then it's like, how do you keep pushing it farther and farther? I mean, I feel like everyone thinks that, like, every generation, like, they probably were saying that in like the Renaissance. Were they though? I think like so. The Renaissance was so realistic, though. I mean, a lot of it's like hyper realistic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but work. I, I think like now it's like I don't think that there's like a super like set like boundary. Like there's people who do like hyper realism, and then there's people who do like insanely abstract. And you're like, this is art. Like, what right. what is this? So or, I think now that it's it's kind of like the same thing. Like I feel like with fashion, it's like no, there's no like there's nothing yeah. off limit. Like everything's just kind of like come back. That's what and I was going to say. Like Fashion really is more like cycles, I feel like. But yeah. I don't know if art. Right. But I feel like exactly at the same like time, that. like if you have like your own like style of painting or style of like dressing, like it, it's it's never wrong now. Like it's not like. Does that make any sense? Yeah. 
but I feel then like I'm like talking in it's, circles. I it's feel like, that didn't make it's sense. like, what do we accept as art then? Like what gets to go in a museum or what? Right. If, like, yeah, I think that's interesting. For a long time, I like wanted to work like in museums and like curate art. But, mm-hmm. yeah. I feel like the role of art is more of a, I think it has a very important like social perspective. Like it, it gives perspective on social situations of the times. Yeah. But not always. Definitely. But I think that's an important Yeah, but some of the stuff it. that like you look back and you're like, wow, that was like it for this like set of set of time. And like, yeah, it, it depicts like what was happening socially. And I think that's, I don't know, maybe not something that we're getting a lot now or at least not what we're seeing like mainstream. I think there are a lot of like artists who do a lot of like social and like cultural kind of more like justice kind of pieces and i think that's kind of interesting something i'd like to like yeah. look into more um shepherd foley do you know him Mm-mm. have you seen the obey uh like oh you told me line? about this yeah yeah shepherd he's really good look up shepherd foley um he's been doing a lot of he does a lot of pieces that are narratives on society i guess mm-hmm. um yeah, that's interesting. He his work is really unique. Like he started off with uh, like prints, mm-hmm. screen prints, and he would go and paste them up on walls or on build. I mean, his biggest thing was he put that obey merchandise is like their their big symbol is it's Andre the Giant's head. Like that was his big thing, and he put Andre the Giant uh, up over like somebody running for mayor on the billboard. And then he took a picture of it, and that was, like, one of his college art projects. Mm. But it, like, caused a big scene. And then, yeah, the buzzing's back. Um, what was I saying? Andre the Giant. Obey. Oh, but he takes a lot of, like, he uses propaganda. Mm-hmm. And then he, like, spins it into his own work. Like, he looked at a lot of like, Soviet propaganda or, like, World War II propaganda from all over the world. Yeah. And then he, like, takes it and brands it, and it's almost like a satire on propaganda. Yeah. And I think it's really interesting. That's what I th- I kind of enjoy satire a little bit. Like, even in, like, movies and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, they're always... I don't know. They're just interesting. Why are you laughing? Nothing. I don't know. I feel like that's like your. I just feel like humor. it's it's appropriate to mock certain things. Yeah. Like certain things need to be mocked because like they shouldn't be taken as yeah. seriously it's as they are. Balance. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I, I feel it. like art plays an important role in that. Yeah. But yeah, I used to um, not appreciate modern art at all. I know like you used to hate it. Last year. We went to the. I don't even know how long ago this was, but I remember we went to like the Toledo Museum or something, and you were just, like, talking mad shit about some of the modern art. You're like, how is this? And I agree. Like, there's some stuff. It's like, okay, I could have painted this. But I think there's such a, like, especially when there's, like, background stories with modern art, it's like, okay, Mm -hmm. like, that's pretty impressive that you can come up with That's what most of them, I didn't understand the the background behind it. Like, they always, in art class growing up, like, they would show you a Picasso. Mm Mm-hmm. And it and you would pick would be out all the so things. like yeah. simple kind of, and you'd be like, yeah. Well, why is this? I mean, we've had people doing hyper realistic, but we what I didn't realize is like Picasso was in his own right a very good 
realist painter yes. or an yeah, artist a... as well. And he could sketch amazingly. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then... And then he just decided to Mm -hmm. take it into that other direction. And I think that's, like, a lot of, especially in that, like, time period, a lot of people who started painting abstractly, like, they're, I mean, most of them are incredible artists. Like, they could paint whatever they wanted. Mm -hmm. I can't hear anything. I don't know. I I can't. Okay, I can hear it. (laughs) Um, Sorry. (laughs) Uh, um, I don't remember what I was saying now. Yeah, but I watched, I don't know, I started, I watched a, I think National Geographic or somebody did like a biopic oh, on Picasso. Yeah, with, uh, with Antonio, Antonio Banderas. Banderas. <laughs> it was actually, it was a really good show. I want to watch that. I, I never watched that. Yeah. Big Antonio Banderas. And it started <laughs> making me appreciate, and then I got into more stuff. I was always, I always enjoyed Dali. Yeah. Like even before the other psycho. stuff. He's so cool, though. Like, and yeah. what I didn't realize is, he's like, psycho, there were still recordings of him and stuff. Like, he was on a game show yeah. one time. Yeah, like, you don't realize that was so, like, He was, like, kind of a celebrity, recent. though, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he was yeah, funny Yeah, because people knew. They're like, well. wow, this guy's batshit crazy. Yeah, but it, it, it was great, though. And, like, yeah. his surrealism oh, yeah. stuff is amazing. And he had, like, weird, there were, like, weird things that his he would, stuff... like, obsess over that <laughs> I should talk about it now, but, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, I think he's one of the painters where, like, it's just very interesting to, like, look at it. And it's, like, every single thing in this painting, like, means something that you probably don't even know that, mm-hmm. like, or you do because I've, everyone's, like, dissected it. But, like, also, there's so much, like, intention on in that. It, like, what do you think the role of an art critic or an interpreter is? Like, do you think they actually get it right? Like, do you think uh, if an artist chooses not to reveal it, do you yeah, think they I actually mean, think... pull out the correct, like, symbols and meanings that were going through the artist's head? I mean, yes and no. I feel like art is whatever it is to you. You know what I mean? Like, in, in everyone's own way. This sounds corny, but, like, everyone's an art critic in their own way. Like, if yeah. you look at a painting and, like, it makes you feel some type of way, like, that's the way the painting is. What? <laughs> oh, my God. Some but it's Some type of way. But I get what you're saying, like, professional art critics. I mean, I don't know. It's kind of hard to say. I think there's certain ways, like, the artist makes things obvious and reveals things in their own right, but... I mean, people who look at art for a living, like, have a pretty good background right. of, like, the artist and what they tend to do and what what's going on with them, so. Well, I even I wonder sometimes kind of if the artist even knows exactly what they're doing or if they're just guided by, like, yeah. their subconscious or, like, just what feels right or looks right in the moment. And then maybe there After. is meaning to it, but they didn't really know it when they Right, yeah, that's, painted I think it. that a lot, like, yeah. Like, do you go into a painting, like, thinking, like, this is... This is going to be like a nightmare dream looking thing. Mm-hmm. Or like, do you paint it and you're like, oh, this is like a nightmare. Like, yeah. you know. The other guy that really fascinated reference. me for a while was Rothko. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. 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 His work is interesting. It's it's another one of those things where it's like, wow, like I could do this, but I but didn't. Like, could, but so even though I think it would still be hard to like get that large of a canvas, it would still be kind of a production to get I mean, that kind of yeah. a canvas and draw and the, th- the thing with, like, a lot of, like, especially abstract artists, it's, like, yeah, a lot of people sit there and say, wow, I could have painted this, but, like, you didn't. And, like, you didn't do this knowing, like, this is, like, crazy art that's going to be hung in thousands and thousands mm. of museums. And and so I think that's why, like, people like Rothko, their, their work is, and like, I almost impressive because it's, like, wow, this is so simple. 
from the little bit that I read or watched on him, I think he had a commission to do like a real nice like restaurant or something like that in New York, a real upscale restaurant. And they expected him to do something. And he it was kind of like a middle finger like to mm. the establishment or to the commission even, like that he just made it so simple. And like he wanted some of his paintings to almost be like repulsive. That's interesting. Yeah, like he wanted him to just That's be like about Jackson a Pollock, total but... emotional, just to be emotional, even though they're like four lines of color on mm-hmm. a canvas. Yeah. It's kind of odd how people can do that. That's what yeah. that's when I started appreciating it more is like these people they're trying to make it simple. It's like they already went to the complex, now they can make it simple and it still is right. very good yeah, and like still you know as powerful. Right. I get that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Art. Five minutes. Five minutes of what? Until we have to take a break. Oh, okay. Um, um. I forgot what I was going to say. You like the Cleveland Museum of Art, right? Yes, I do. I like it a lot. Have you ever... I do too. We I've only been there once. Like Andy and I were just It's a lot bigger a than weeks. Toledo's. You know, have you ever been to Detroit? Mm-mm, I haven't. I'd like to. People were telling me, like a few people, and it surprised me, they said that they liked Toledo's better than Detroit's. Mm-hmm. So they thought Toledo's was nice. I don't know. I think um, Toledo's is nice. I've just seen it nice, like yeah. several times. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Cleveland's is like, I've been there probably like five or six times, and I think I could still go back and like probably see some stuff that I didn't really get to spend a lot of time on, which I think is cool. Mm-hmm. But, and there's a lot of like different museums. There's like the Natural History Museum and stuff there as well. And there's a modern uh, museum there that I haven't been to. So I thought their modern that. art exhibit was pretty mm-hmm. good. Yeah. They have a good I modern like, and contemporary section. Like, installation pieces are interesting yeah that's like a lot of like the contemporary section there is like installation and there's some at toledo actually that are kind of like some on the campus there's a lot of installation pieces on campus recently like they just keep adding them there's these ones there's new they're just like they look almost like an icicle or like a cheeto or something and they're just like in the (laughs) ground they're just scattered they're huge they're like eight ten foot tall and they're just like stuck like a lightning bolt, but like more like rounded on campus? like a cheeto. You guys just yes. have like Cheetos on campus? They just like jab them into the ground, mm. like in the middle of campus in our like campus mall. They're interesting. I don't know what I don't know what I they are. See them. Yeah. Yeah, but they've been putting a lot of art in there. I that stuff's interesting too. I don't know where you really start on that. Like Are those like art students there like work or I don't know. Or if it's oh. I think they might people just maybe put it there and then like people can buy it from i don't know i really don't know that's interesting um hmm. have you heard of burden is his last name no burden. he did um well he always did like performance pieces oh, okay they're always like that's dangerous like, i want to go to one of those he would head. like one time chris burden yeah he is got he from toledo Mm-mm. no oh, no oh he's like big like, like la like Oh. He's older now. Oh, okay. This was like in the 80s. Or not. He, uh, some of his famous pieces were like, huh? He got, he stood and got shot in the arm. Yeah. Anything for the art. He stood and got shot in the arm. And then he nailed himself to 
the back of a car and like revved it up. He would do things Sounds where fun. he would like he would bolt himself in the ground, like handcuff himself in, and then there would be like electrical wires and the people could if they wanted like they could have electrocuted him to death this sounds like sadistic. But, like nobody this did doesn't it sound like this sounds like like psychological like experiments like kind of than. and like in art school he like locked himself in his locker for three days <laughs> just like sat in there casual did all kinds of like crazy stuff like that um but then he switched he started doing a lot of installations and a lot of uh like really neat um sculptures and things like he did this one it was called big wheel it's just a it was a huge wheel and he would he set it up and he'd get on a motorcycle and rev it up and he'd get it going as fast as he could and like he nobody knew what was going to happen they thought it was going to like fly off and kill like it could have spun out and killed everyone in the Mm -hmm. room he'd do stuff like that he recently made like a huge almost like a do you know what a rector set is no like model like um what were those things called when we were? What were they called when we, like, connects? Okay, I know. A what rector a set, is. but he made like a model city and he did all that stuff. And then, do you know in LA all those lamps? Do you know like that? Do you know what I'm talking about? Where the, the lamps. it's like the their lights. They're a bunch of lamps. It's like a whole square and like it's just a bunch of like lamps. <laughs> he did that one too. Okay. It's interesting. <laughs> I guess a lot of people go there and, like, mm. take pictures with it and stuff. But yeah, okay. And he would build planes, things like that. Oh. Model planes. I'll have to look them up. It's weird. Um, very creative people, but very strange. Yeah, I feel like that's kind of pretty much mutually exclusive. Or, yeah, mutually ex- Yes. Yeah, mutually the, exclusive. To be, to be weird artist, and to be creative. Be yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I don't know i think so what about other forms of art do you ever read anything do you ever get into any writers um not really i'm not a big reader hmm. what have you been reading lately i know you read all the things lately i've been reading the the ayn rand book um oh my gosh not atlas shrugged not Anthem, but Fountainhead. Fountainhead. And I've been reading, it's called A Chemical Love Story. It's called Pical, Phenethylamines I Have Known and Loved by Sasha Shulgin. That's pretty good. All right, we're going to take a break real quick. We can come back to the books. No, I hate ASMR. I don't know why everybody has to do it. That doesn't like sound good to you. I listen to ASMR every single night before I go to bed. That's kind of strange, isn't it? Nope. Does it just make you feel like you're Yeah, like, it just relaxes me. I just feel good. Why? Is it like... It's relaxing. Like, it's like the same feeling like when someone like... Is it like... Goes like this to your arm. Like, you just like... Ooh. So it's like... Ooh. <laughs> when you're a baby. It's like... I feel like it's just like comfort. Like, uh, like you feel like there's someone else like there with like another person with you. Kind of. Like I that? mean, it's just like a, like a sensation. No, it's not like... But I don't like think the person's from, like with it? me. No, but like, don't you feel like that's probably what ASMR no. is? No, it's like I don't. they want to feel close to people. Do you think so? Maybe nope. a little bit. Nope. No, I think it's just sensory. Like... Yeah, I think it's like it but feels. But do you think good. that's where that comes from? Why else would it feel good to for somebody to like whisper? It, or like it just feels you? good for like, me. I feel like, like that's I'm not just like... like what a mother does to a child to like put them to sleep. 
No, I don't think that's true at all. It's not. It's not about like. Oh, what's it about then? (laughs) I don't know. Did you do the science on it? What does ASMR stand for? Auto sensory meridian response. (laughs) All right. Fair enough. Um, no, I I think that was a weird interpretation of what ASMR is. I don't think it's about other people at all. I think it's about your childhood. <laughs> I don't think so. I think it's a, I okay. Think what it's does that say about my childhood? Like Freudian psychology, like oh, okay. I think that's what it's telling us. What is it saying? It's saying that you uh, lack attach. Are you? You need. Uh, how should I phrase that? You need, like, He's gonna insult me, is what he means. He's like, "Oh, yeah, how should I phrase this so I don't no, get punched in the face right now?" You were raised properly. <laughs> <laughs> um, you were raised by animals. <laughs> I think my parents are great people, but I'll tell them you said that. That's not what I was saying. <laughs> I, I don't think it has anything to do with my childhood. I think it like it gives me the tingles, and I like it. <laughs> okay. What? What? That's what. All okay. right, that's fine. Okay. If it gives you the tingles before you go to bed, that's fine. <laughs> I don't like when you say that. I mean, okay, I'm just saying what you're saying. I'm okay, telling you. Okay, good what... when you say it. Okay. Well. Andy's watching ASMR, ASMR. videos. I, every... <laughs> Andy's like, oh shit, yeah, now I get it. Like every single, f- I think it's mostly females too. I okay, correct. Well... I mean, I don't know. I might be wrong, but. Usually on here, it's it's always the females, and they like this one. They like want to do ASMR. Like they're like, oh my gosh, like ASMR. Like they'll do like weird <laughs> stuff like that, and they'll, they'll be like, I oh, I love this, and like. It sounds. Do you disagree that it sounds good? Okay, well that sounded absolutely <laughs> repulsive. Eating spaghetti in the microphone. Eating spaghetti in the microphone. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, maybe it sounds all right. I don't know. Okay, well, I'll send you an ASMR video, and you have to watch it tonight before you go to bed, and you're going to be like, shit, that's the best night's sleep I've ever gotten. Probably not. Okay. I think I'm tired. I think I could Okay, are we going to talk about the time that you got your phone taken away? No. (laughs) No, we're definitely not. like, hell yeah. No, we're not. This is for the underground part. This is for the underground part of the podcast. No, there's no such thing as an underground (laughs) part of the podcast podcast tell them what happened tell the people no, what they want to know stop. <laughs> okay i'll tell it <laughs> no you won't can you whisper it i'll walk out no you can't whisper it <laughs> that would probably be <laughs> what what <laughs> I don't know. i'm about i'm about to hit the mute button don't all right next topic <laughs> okay so d- what year was this probably this was like the summer i graduated clay don't this is the summer I graduated. <laughs> you can't break the mic. I'm sorry. Somebody. This is for Andy. Can edit this security. out if you don't want. <laughs> bouncers here. We were gonna hire a bouncer for the Coyote Fest. <laughs> <laughs> well, Wasn't it all people you like went to high school with? No one's gonna like had a, throw punches. We had a bouncer that wanted to come. That's what it was. But I was like, I was like, I need, I need a gig. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of what it was. Okay, anyways, Andy. No. All right. No, seriously, no. Huh. We can edit it out if you don't want it in there. No, we're not even going to do it. Okay, so I... No, I don't want this on camera. I'm being honest. I really... Most people already know it, but... Really? I have never told a soul. Oh, I've told a lot of people. It's a good story. What? 
Okay, well, just... It is a good, it's a good story, but just not... Not for the public. Hmm. <laughs> for the Patreon next time. <laughs> yeah, what do you guys think about a paywall with exclusive videos that will be better? Of course, better. More interesting. More... Ow! Less filtered. What? Oh, I Why felt like ow? that was a personal attack on me. No. We have we don't have anything that's on a paywall. Better than this video. Yeah, it's better than this bullshit we're going through right now. No. It would just be like that would be the next step. Okay. You'd say like personalized hey, ASMR the time you blo- and then it would cut and then it'd be like to see the full content. Okay, so to see the full content at the time. <laughs> Clay got his phone taken away. Ooh. I remember when I was in middle school. It's like yesterday. It was like yesterday for you. All right, this segment <laughs> just has been derailed. Can we just start over? Yeah, I think we need to start over. This is not good anymore. I mean, we still got 13 minutes. Doesn't that sound good? Oh, sorry, I'm yelling. Sorry, my laugh probably didn't sound... Didn't that sound good, like, a little bit? Maybe. I don't know. No? Okay. That's just not, like, something I would, like, do for... For enjoyment. Enjoyment, no. We talk about anything and everything on this show. Except everything I've suggested thus far. <laughs> anything that incriminates Clay, he doesn't want to talk about. It depends on how incriminating... I don't think that's that incriminating, but... Oh, well. Well, if you uh, go behind our paywall, we can have a underground podcast. Hidden one. Okay, I like that. Yeah. Done. <laughs>